You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. That in many machzorim there is a vidui that is said in many Sephardic communities in between the tkiyas, in between from one to the other that the Tzibur should be saying vidui. In Vadashkenazim, there's a hirotzo. We talked about not talking yesterday, but maybe that would be all right. Uh, for example, we talked about the fact that there is, you know, the, we have the Tashrat, which is the Shvarim Trua, and then the Shvarim, um, and then Trua. Maybe in between each one, if you're going to do them separately, you could you should do Vidui. Or can you do Vidui? Clearly, something should be happening to you emotionally in your heart. The question is, can you articulate that with whispering or even mouthing those words and hearing it to your own self? We spoke about the other night from the Sefer HaChinuch, how it's supposed to be like a call that the army, uh, that a soldier would have, that would galvanize the soldier to, to, to see something that was unseen. Well, clearly, and we talked about the Shvarim, indicating the brokenness of, of, of what a person sees in his life, well, maybe he should be able to speak those things out during Tegiyar Shofar, especially they're printed in the Sidurim. Should you be saying them? So, in order to understand, um, in order to understand this, uh, you have to realize that, um, let's go back to the fact, a Takana of the great Rebavo. Talked about this yesterday. Rabbi Voss said, of course, that there's going to be um, Shvarim Truith. That's where Rabbi Voss was the one who established that. And the reason was because we weren't sure what the Truith was. That's what we talked about yesterday. Now, Tosvos mentions that in France and in Germany, the Minig was the following. Um, during Musaf, blowing would happen three times. By Malchios, they would do the real big one, Shvarim Trua. Zechronos would only get Shvarim. And, and, uh, the Trua would be for Shofros. That was what Tosa's quotes was the Minag. Rabbeinu Tam grew up with that Minag, but he says, I don't understand why we do that. Why does each section have a different Takiyah? We're not sure which one is right. Each section of the tefillah is important to blow the shofar, so you should blow all three types during each section. That's the way it should be. And therefore, Abenu Tam raised the flag and it changed it. The Minag used to be differently. The Minag in France and Germany before Abenu Tam was... Each one has its own tekiah. Um, the truth is, if you look at the language of Rabbeinu Tam, it sounds like a Ravo himself didn't know which one was right. And that's what Tosa says. Everything. And this way, 
There's no suffix. There might be a hefsik, though. In other words, you did everything, but the other blowings that you did might have been wrong. So in other words, according to Tosus and Rabbeinu Tam, one of them is right. We just don't know which one is. Yes, you definitely have to blow 30. We've got to blow 30, and we blow 60, because 30, as we said, Bishas Yeshiva, and 30 Bishas Amidah. But let's assume there was never a Takana to blow for the, the Zman of the Yeshiva. There was never this Irvu Vasatan. Let's say that never happened. So how many would you need? 30. Okay. But only... <laughs> only nine of them, or whatever, only one of that group is really the correct one. That's who will come out. Um, now, we saw yesterday that Rabbi Vo also felt it needs to be done three times. Why? Because it says the word true three times. So, really, though, of the 90 that you do, only 30 of them are the correct ones. The other are a suffix. In other words, a lot of what we do is because we're not sure. The Rambam actually says that as well. Can you believe that? We weren't sure what it was. <laughs> Didn't they know how they blew the year before? <laughs> Rabavo made a takana. What happened? Scratch your head. How did they forget? So the Rambam says, there were so many uh, oppressions and so many things that happened. Now, the Rambam, as you know, uses this for many explanations of why things went wrong. That's the reason why they had to write down Tarshav Alper. That's the reason why the Gemara had to stop. That's why the Gaonim don't count as much, because Golus and, and oppression and movement, it stops concentration and understanding. The Rambam says one of the reasons why we want Mashiach to come is so we can be in one place. <laughs> Finally, we don't have so much goals. We're not so much moving around. Moving around, going into this goal, that gets us to forget even the most essential things the Rambam says. Like, what was the sound of the shofar? Not sure. That is the Rambam and Tosus. However, the Rosh quotes Rav Haigon who was much earlier than the Rambam. And he says like this, Don't think that somehow till Rabavo and Cesare and Kesari made this Takana, I don't know, we're not sure. This is the show for Trua. No, this is the Trua. This is the Trua. Because you think that's the way it was? Sharei Mishnayos Kedumos, one says three Yavavos, one says three Shvarim. He says, don't think that's the way it was that they weren't sure in the time of Rabavo. Because even the Mishnayos that came way before Rabavo was an Amora. Which means, Miyamim Kadmainim, there was a Minag Lekol Yisrael. Basically, the way this was, is there were three different Minhagim. It's not that they somehow forgot what it was. These three minhagim arose. There were certain communities that did trua. There were some that did shvarim. 
So, and the truth was, even though there was this big machlekas, there were some communities that did it this way, some you did it that way. That one of them is not the uh, one of them is only correct. No, no, this is what he's going to say, Moshe. Not the Rambam and the Rabbeinu Tam says that one of them, we only one is correct, and we do three to make sure we cover our bases. Right. Rafai Gom disagrees. He says these customs already existed. There was a custom to do the true this way, another custom to do the true the other way. And the truth is, even in that time, each one was Yotze. Why? Because they both are a kiyum. They both are a expression of the, what truer means. Now, people thought it was a chaluka. People thought, oh, yeah. people thought what you do, they don't do. Alpha pisha ain't a chaluka. But really, there were two ways to be makayim the mitzvah, and they both were good. You could do the shvarim way or the truer way. And that's why we find the early Mishnayas, they say, what is the trua? Shalashivavos. And others say, you know what the trua is? Not Shalashivavos, Shlosha Shvarim. Each one had, look what the Rush says, based on Ravikim Minagam. That was like a Minag in their place. So Abaya, when Abaya says they're arguing, doesn't mean that they say the other guy is wrong. Shemitaim Elus It's a very big Chiddush. They're not, but the machlokas means this community did it this way. But it's not a real machlokas that what you do, I don't think you're makayim the mitzvah. The chachamim of each place felt, okay, each way could be a trua. One community liked one type of trua. One community went to a different type of trua. Rabbi Vo said, you know what? This looks bad. People aren't so sophisticated. Things are getting worse. Besamikdash was destroyed. Every day is getting more difficult. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to make sure everybody does what everybody does. We're going to combine the minhagim and make everybody do what the other minhagim were. And now, look what he says here. The hediotots do not see it like a chalukah. The people who don't understand learning will think, uh, won't, won't be surprised anymore. Now, the authors of uh, the Tzurim and Rabbanon say there's a difference between the Rav Haigon and the Rambam. What's that? The Nafkamina is, can you talk between the Seder Atkiyos to do Vidui? For example, let's say, if only one, let's say in the old Minag where they first did Tashat, and then... Um, uh, and, uh, tashrat, and then they did uh, Tashat, and then they did Tarat. So, if only one of those was true, so, you could not talk until you did those. In other words, if only the true uh, Shvarim true is right, so you, you can't start talking, because you made a bracha earlier, and only one of them was the Kiyom. But if they're all right, if even, in other words, I don't talk after I say I don't talk, I don't say vidui or anything when the first one is. The first one would say the way in the old Minag in Germany was to do Tashrat first. 
That was the old minute in Germany. Ashrat first, and then, uh, and then, uh, uh, Tashrat, and then, um, Tashat, and then Tarat. So, if it's true, if you say, like the Rambam, of course you can't do Vidui. Because maybe it's only the last one that you're Makayim the Mitzvah. But if you say, like Rav Haigon, Minatora, you're already Makayim your Mitzvah right away, as soon as you did the Tashrat. Achim Kulanemes, Imkain Kvaryotsi Nechova Beseder Arishon. And therefore, you can now do Vidui. So that, therefore, it's not a hefsek. The Shulchan Aruch actually says, don't talk at all. However, the Ramah says, you can, if you need to say something about the Tkios, for example, do that one over. Let's say the Makra, the Baltakeya doesn't understand. I've seen this happen, by the way, <laughs> where the man was blowing chauffeur, but the Spartan, you don't have it so much, Moshe, but and the Ashkenazim, you know, the Makra, maybe, maybe in other bit, I, I haven't, I'm not so used to other Spartan Minhagim, um, uh, Minyonim, but in the Ashkenazi Minyonim, it's a very hush of a, a position called the Makra. Uh, I was a Makra myself for, um, Actually, uh, I did it uh, the first time I did it was right after I got married when I was 22 years old. And I spent a couple of nights studying the halachot, uh, well, a couple of nights, seven seven nights in advance, uh, really learning it. So when I would call the tkiyas, I would know what I'm talking about. Many times, I, I remember, remember... I remember in Iran, one show the, the, the chacham would be makre, as you call it. Right, the makre. And shows, they didn't do it. And Minhag Yerushalayim by Abode Yosef is not to do it. Right. So I understand. But what I, but, but what, so calling out the, the, the name of what the person's supposed to do is not considered a hefsik because it's Tzorech, you're helping the person. When he hears it, and I'll be so, they say there's something important also. Maybe we'll see from Chacham Avadia some other uh, different opinions. But there's Al Pisod when the Makra calls it out. It somehow stirs something within the neshama of the Baltokeya, and who knows, and the Loma Salyonim, what was going on. I remember I went to the mikvah and everything uh, before uh, I, 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 was, I felt it was a very important position. I didn't know how to, I, I couldn't blow, but I felt I understood what, what, what those sounds are supposed to mean. Now, but I remember that we had a difficulty when I called the guy back, and I wanted him to do it again. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Me'ikar adin, you could say, do that again. Uh, that has to happen again. No, one more time. Because that's L'tzorah HaTkiyas, right? So, anyway, uh, as you can see. Now, but the Ramah adds the word, V'hatfilot. V'inyan HaTkiyot would be, do it again. Or, get another shofar. Or, this one's not working. Does anyone have another shofar? This shofar's not working. That would be allowed. That's not a hefsek, because that's all for the sake of doing the mitzvah properly. But then he talks about tefillot. What does that mean? So, the Mishabura says that means, That would mean that you could actually daven and, and say things and say piyutim 
However, Rabbi Yaakov Lobrabam writes, the Derech HaChayim Siddur, that once you make that bracha, until the 30 kolos are finished, you can't daven anything. You can't say Yehi Ratzon. So he says, do not say the Ratzon that's in the Machzor. What should you do then? Think it. It's printed already. Obviously, the people that printed it held it wasn't a problem. They didn't expect people to just look at it. All those Sidurim and Machzorim that were printed for hundreds of years, the Rabbanim and the communities behind those that, that got those Sfarim printed based on those customs, obviously everyone in the community are, were actually uttering those words. So the postkim in the 19th century looked at the Sugi again, and they were worried about the Hefzik. They said, you know what? I know it's in the Siddur. We can't change that. Think it. Think it in your mind. Or wait till all the 30 kolos are finished. Even though they're printed in the wrong place, they're printed in between, wait till they're finished. The Shara Tzion, Shara Hatziyun brings one of the great Rabbonim who only served as an Av Bezdin for a short amount of time. So he wasn't really the Rav of a city. But you did not want to be a Balabas. You didn't want to be the Rav with this man as your Balabas. Because he knew more than, well, most of the Rabbonim of his time. Uh, he had a printing press, and that's how he made money. His father was one of the G'dayle Yadur, and he was one of the G'dayle Yadur, Yaakov Emden. So, and the Mishabura always refers to Yaakov Emden in the greatest terms. Now, Dr. Kogan, I'm sure you know about the great emden Ibishitz controversy, uh, where Rabbi Yaakov Emden, there was a Rav who became the Rav of the three cities, Altuna, Hamburg, and Brunsbrook. Ahu, it was called. Those were three big German cities. Right. Wandsbeck. Wandsbeck. I said it wrong. Wandsbrook? Wandsbeck. 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 So Altuna, Hamburg, Wandsbeck. Though each one of those cities was pretty, had a pretty large population, and they had one rabbi that was sort of like the Rosh HaKal of all three. And they hired one of, who was considered one of the most brilliant rabbonim of his time, Rabbi Yonason Ibishes. And of course, you've heard of, of the controversy about the Kameis that Rav Yonason gave to people in order for them uh, to, to recover from illness and not to miscarry and other things like that. And then the Kameis were uh, opened up. And when they came to the attention of Rav Yaakov Emden, he saw in those Kameos uh, references, clear references to Shabzai Tzvi, which meant that Rav Yonason uh, had, was a secret Sabbatean. And this, of course, was one of the most um, fascinating and ugly arguments that, 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 that ever took hold of a community. And not only in, in, in that city, but in all of Germany and maybe spreading into Poland as well. You know, to be Huda got involved, Vilna Go, and I'm sure you've heard about this very famous thing. And Ariakov Emden was the one, because of his printing press, that was able to push the attack. Uh, totally and completely. Many of those original pamphlets and books that he wrote against Rebionis and Ibishitz are out of print. You can't find them. There has been almost a movement to hush that whole thing up, to cover that controversy up and not refer to it. The Maskilim, uh, uh, at the time, uh, 
uh, uh, you know, years later at the time, but years later especially, use this to show how corrupt the rabbinical world was. It's all a bunch of infighting and politics and people who believe in fake mashiach, fake, fake messiahs. So that's one of the reasons why you, oh, there's not that much clarity about this machlekas. Uh, there's a lot of literature about it. It's not really talked about that much in the open. And, and people sometimes have a hard time dealing with Rabbi Yaakov Emden because they know that this was a passion that he had. But he wasn't just a fighter against the Onus and Ibishits. He also was... Kanoi ben Kanoi. What? Kanoi ben Kanoi. Kanoi ben Kanoi, right. His, his father was also Kanoi. Right, yeah. his father yeah. as well. But oh, I think people forget about his greatness, his, his incredible... Uh, encyclopedic knowledge and his 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 stylish pen. He was able to write in the Kolmik Tzoyo So Rabbi Yaakov Emden in his Siddur says, it's all right. You can say the Vidui. And even the Mogan Avram, who seems to be against saying it, Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, the Mogan Avram just says, don't start saying Vidui or stuff before the Tkiya starts. But in between the tkiyas, there's nothing wrong with reading the Siddur and reading what it says there. Um, so, why was Rabbi Yaakov Emden Mako? So, Chacham Avadya says that Lachora, the reason why you can say Yiratzon is because maybe Rav Haigon is right. Which means that even though in the first Seder, by the tkiyas de Miyushav, what they did was, uh, they did, the first one was Tashrat, you're Yotze already. Because Rav Haigon says, anyone you do, you're Yotze. And even if you hold that locals like the Rambam, you're not sure which one it was. It's a Svexveka. <laughs> Why? Because it could be the first one you did was right. And if you do Vidui later, you know, it's not a problem. So uh, with a Svek Sveka, maybe we could be Mako. But Chokham says, it's not a Svek Sveka. Really, um, it's not a Svek Sveka. And secondly, as you're going to see, Rabbi Bo was Masak in the Takana. Once you made that Takana, it's a Din the Rabbanon, you have to hear all 30, and you can't, st- you have to hear all 30, and you have no right to say any vidui. And that's what he says. You could be matter based on Svek Sveka. The Chochem says. But he says it's really all one suffix. There's one suffix. Were you Yotze in the Tashrat? So what am I going to say? It could be the Lochas like the Rambam, that it's a suffix. But even if the Rambam is right, the suffix, maybe the first one I was Yotze. <laughs> that's not two suffakos, that's the same suffix. So if it's only one suffix, what is the tekiah? How can I, in, how can I, if I haven't yet done all three, how can the three starim, the three tens, how can I start talking, even saying vidui? And especially once you have Rabavo. So therefore, Chacham Avadia goes against the uh, Mishnah Bura. Mishnah Bura says you can be Mako. You can be Somach on the great Rav Yaakov Emden. So, 
Chacham Avadi wrote, and this was one of his earliest, this was in Chalak Aleph, by the way. This was in the Chalak Aleph. This was one of the first, this was what came out in, in, in the, uh, in 57, I think it was. This is, this is the, he was a relatively young man. So he took on the postkim and he said no. And he, and there were other Sfardim who also disagreed with him. He said, nope. Yeah, all you could do is hear Hur. Do not say any of the Vidibipiv, Kalal, and don't even whisper it. Why? Because it might be a hefsik. And Chokomavadi knows how to quote. He says, the Ashkenazi great Rabbi Vikiva Eger was no, said, do not say Yeratzon or don't say any Vidui. And we know that, he says, I found it in the Psokim of Takonos of Rekivegar. Chachamavadi <laughs> quoted the greatest of the Ashkenazi Lamdonim, Rekivegar. And while the Tkiyas are going on, think, I want this mitzvah to work. That's what you should be thinking about. In other words, you shouldn't even be thinking about it while, don't be looking at the sitter and thinking that while the Tkiyas are going on. Chacham Avadya says when the Tkiyas are going on, think about how beautiful this mitzvah is. Now, if there's a little bit of a break, whatever, then between when he gets to another Seder, look in your brain, you could, you could look at the Siddur or, or, or the Mahsa. That's Chacham Avadya. However, if you look at the Arizal, based on the Zohar, it sounds like you should be saying Vidui. Take a look at the Zohar. The Bavloyim, the Bavloyim didn't know. They had a suffix. What it is, is it Yavava, Yelola? They weren't sure what, they weren't sure what a Yelola was. The Loyodu, the Tarvayu, Itzrichu. They thought it's a suffix, but really you need both. Why? Because when you do trua, the trua, not the, right? Why? That is called, that's din kosha. That's the din atkifa. And shvarim, do, 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 that's really weaker. That's a different type of din. That's din arafia. That's why it sounds like you know, you're not breaking up. You're not getting destroyed. In other words, the dinner kashas when it comes out like, uh, when it comes out like the trua. Like it's so, I'm falling apart. And then you have the one where it's three. The dinner rafia, that's, that's a, that's a weaker din. And you need to do both because part of Tkiyah Shofar is the combination of both types of dinim. So you have to do Shvarim, and you have to do Trua. But in and Loyadi, the Bavlayim don't know that. And that, right, Vavdin Tarvayu, and they do both of them because they're not sure which one is right. But we know that you have to do both of them. And therefore, and therefore, they're both going, they're all going to the right place. So, Lachora, you see from the Zohar that each one is necessary. 
and um, Zohar doesn't talk about the Hiratzon. Right. But the Zohar says there wouldn't be a problem, but it doesn't seem there would be a problem with the Hefzik. In other words, it's not like you're not sure which one you're Yodse. They're both the Trua. This is like what Rav Haigon said. They're both true. It's not like there was a Suffolk. So, so Moshe, if each one is Emes, you could do a Vidui after the one after the first one. So from the Zohar, you could Zariah, not the Zohar is Zariah, not like the Rambam, and you would you would have a right to do a Vidui after the first Seder. You could go the other way and say, Lefia uh, Zohar, you have to hear all thirty and then do the Vidui. Could be. I think the Zohar is saying it's not a suffix. You just have to do both. You're saying doing both, unless you do both, you're not Makayim the Mitzvah. Okay. That's a, you could say like that as well. Maybe that's even better. The Mogan Avram quotes another reason not to do Vidui. Not because of the Hefzik. Why? Because Rosh Hashanah is not a time of Vidui. Rosh Hashanah the Mogan Avram quotes from the, Kol, the Bet Yosef, who quotes the Kolbo, why we don't say Avinu Malkeinu. We do, by the way. Um, but there was a Minag in Provence and other places not to say Avinu Malkeinu on Rosh Hashanah because it's not a time for Vidui. It is a time to think that you want to change. It's a time to contemplate the world and how you want the world to be better. But it's not a time for you to speak about your individual Averot. So don't say the Vidui uh, during the Tzkiot. Um, however, the Shulah HaKadosh, Rabbi Shai Levi Harwood says, what, when don't you say uh, Vidui? It's not like Yom Kippur when the Vidui is part of the Tfilah, when it's in the Shemona Esrei of the Chazan, Right? The Chazan's Chazorat Hashatz has Vidui in it. That we don't have in Rosh Hashanah. No Vidui in the essential Tfiwa. But if it's not during the Tfiwa, you're allowed to. And that's why the Shula, and this again sounds like what we saw from Yaakov Emden, Nochon Lidvadot Bishas Atkiot Belachash Ben Seder So that's why you should do it. You take here at the, uh, obviously, Chokham Avadia knew the Arizal. Arizal, Hoyanoeg with Vadot, Belachash, Beetki at Shofer de Mushav. But, Baofen Shiloh, Hoya Mashmiel Aznav. Okay. Now he quotes the Zohar, Chokham Avadia. By the way, just for those who are interested, this book is a much later safer than the Abiyah Omer. The Abiyah Omer, which is quoted here, was, I said, it came out in the late 50s and 57 uh, or 58. So look it up. It won the Israel Prize, by the way. No one had seen anything like it. It was incredible. Here was this young, relatively young man uh, who had been in uh, Cairo. Uh, he just came back there in Israel. And this was like, wow, we haven't seen anybody write a farm like this. This isn't just, this man knows everything. <laughs> this is Shane Kamo. 
and look at the way he's dealing with these questions. One person, he, look how many svarim he quoted. Look, look how many points he made. It was such an, people were so misrashim from it. Uh, Rabbi Yoshev and others, young it was like, uh, uh, no one had seen such a powerful sefer. And it won the Israel Prize because it, it was so special. Anyway, later in his life, he became so popular that he started a radio program. And of course, you know about that program. And that radio program uh, became the basis of another Sefer where the answers were much shorter. And that was called Yechavedat. And as you know, I've mentioned this before, he and his son, the big Ili Rabdavid Yosef, uh, he should be gesund, worked on that Sefer. That's Yechavedat. So what does he say in Yechavedat? He mentions the Arizal that would, that would do Vidui, but only in a way that you didn't hear it. Now, what about the Zohar that says you shouldn't mention Averot at Rosh Hashanah? That's when you do Vidui and people can hear you. But quietly to yourself, the Arizal said, when shofar is blowing, the Satan is getting confused as maybe the Jews are, like as I said yesterday, downloading the, the idea of, of, of the Yemot HaMashiach and the future. And the Satan can't be Makatreg. He says, you need to say Vidui. Because then the Vidui, look what the Arizal said. Oz divrei avidu olim bitchabarut kol shofar. The Vidui joins the shofar together. Your Vidui that's happening during the shofar blowing, it sounds like. It's incredible. It sounds like it's happening even while the blowing is occurring. Not in between the story. It sounds from the Arizal Kipshuto that it's happening during the, and it goes together. You're being doing vidui, the baltoke is blowing, you're listening, but he's blowing, and the two things come together. Now, the Shalah says to do it in between, Ben Seder with Seder. But Chacham still says you shouldn't. Um, who else paskins this way? That Rabbi Sion Shaul, Rav Mordechai Aliu, Rav Meir Mazuz. So they seems to say, they seem to paskin that you are allowed to say the vidui. You don't have to just think it. So, um, it seems like, he of course was the Rishon Lutzion, uh, Rav Mordechai Aliu, and Moshe, this is, this is, he's from your neck of the woods, uh, Zatzal, Rabbi Sion Shaul. So, you have on who to rely. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.